Hello and welcome back to the Lime Tree Sessions podcast with me, Jack Milchreist, Linda Fulskirk, Scott Charlton, and joining us this week is once again our guest Sophie Purvis and all the way from New Jersey, it's Alex Williams, the producer. And that uh, we were playing Best Fest with Pete Best. He all was, you need is yeah, love. He was there when they wrote All You Need Is Love. See, he looked like someone glazed him. <laughs> <laughs> we slept with each other for three nights. <laughs> Hello guys, you alright, you alright, how you doing? Nice to hear from you. I know, it's canny. Well, I say nice to hear from you, I speak to you every day on FaceTime. Um, well, I mean, I, I meant the rest of you, to be honest. But. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> it's yeah, a, he's sick of you, Jack. It's at the point where, like... like I, I get to listen to Jack speaking to Alex every day on FaceTime. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the, the other day, I, I went downstairs and I think you were just left to go home, so... And uh, I went, right, my girlfriend's left. i got to go ring my boyfriend now. <laughs> so, um... I actually can't remember the last time I came to Jack's house and ja- and I didn't hear Alex's voice on the phone. Yeah, we talk, we talk a lot. That's because yeah. he's got well, it to, recorded to... and he just plays it through the house. Well, to be fair, last night I was on the phone with Jack and or yesterday and I heard his Mac t- binging and I was like, that's probably Sophie. You should probably go check what she needs because you've been on the phone with me for two hours. So. <laughs> yeah. And it was. I, was saying, it was. I said, is everyone all right? Yeah. I haven't heard from you. Like, <laughs> We should have a code word from now on that I just type the code word. You, you need like, a safe word to get away from yeah. them. <laughs> no, I didn't mean that. I meant, I meant more like a code word for I'm on the phone to Alex. <laughs> should just put Alex. Williams, I'll put Williams. Williams. There you go. Oh, yeah, that's dead obscure. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. You just nice put secret oh. code word. <laughs> but for those of you who don't know, Alex Williams is a, let me get this right, because you don't like a certain word. Um, you are a producer and cinematographer and have pretty much done everything uh, all of my music, you've helped us produce a lot of the video. Well, all of the videos remotely and in person, you've done basically everything. Um, well, I've basically become your babysitter and full-time manager, really, which is a bit beyond my payroll, if I'm being quite honest. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Well, you know, at least I didn't call you a videographer because you don't like that. No, I don't like that. It sounds too amateurish. I don't like videographers are the kind of people who make like vlogger content and stuff. Oi, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know. I vlog all the time. Yeah, exactly. That's no wrong with that, Joe. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but you wouldn't brand yourself as a professional photographer, though, would you? You're a musician who happens to video himself. It's a different segment, you know? That's true. Yeah. Okay. Well, but, that's, but, that's, that's why I don't like it, because when, when I say videographer, people think that's what you do. And I'm like, no, that's not what I do. I do, like, the real stuff. The real stuff. Proper all the stuff. videographers right now are just fuming. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know they can come at me. They can come at me if they'd like, but yeah, they're not gonna win. Be a hell of a fight, like be, like you know. You need long arms. I was, was gonna say long arms. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? I, I, be, I'll have a good blurt for warning, like seven hours before you can get to me. So. <laughs> they be able to fight at MSG though. That would be pretty cool. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you know, good luck getting in and out. It's massive, so you look good luck finding me. Like seventy thousand a week. So, so this is kind of the point where we talk about. This weekend's gigs, Alex. Unfortunately, uh, you may lack ever so slightly on this part of the of the segment. Yeah, I was in a pool all weekend. I didn't do now. Oh, well, there you go. There's there's Alex's uh, two cents. So <laughs> anyway, gigs this weekend. It was bank holiday weekend this weekend. It was. Um. So all of us were chock a block. So certainly were. I think, I think we should start this side. Your your weekend was way more interesting. <laughs> so I think we'll start this side and we'll go. Okay. Cool. Like least interesting to interesting. I think so. Um, on Friday I was at TGI Fridays Got a little residency there I think I've mentioned it before So it was at TGI Fridays On Saturday I was doing a classic car show At oh, yeah, Ushamua Which was very cool And then on the night time of that I was at a place called The Mount Which is like an old converted church hall And sounds like a community centre But they watch all with videos So we're going to do some videos there hopefully Which would be pretty cool and then on Sunday, I was at uh, the Northumberland Arms in Bedlington for Bedfest, which was fantastic. <clears throat> Bedfest. It was good. It was a good, it was a good laugh. It's a nice little pub. Um, I'm actually playing the owner's son's wedding next month, so that'll be really oh, cool. Nice one. Just uh, to check, it's called Bedfest. Yes. But it's not like an orgy. It's just a free <laughs> festival. Do you know, when you said it, I thought... It, why does, yeah, it, does, it does sound... Bed- what is oh, Bedlington? Bedlington, yeah. yes. Ah... Uh... But oh, so it's Bedfest in Bedlington. Yes, right, it's so not like the swingers, a, basically. Yeah, you know, like it's not DFS having a sale. You know what I mean? Like, so. <laughs> oh, I see, I see, I see. Sophie, Just yourself. Um, I had five this week. I had Stack Seaburn on Friday, a wedding in Annick, Doxford Bonds on Saturday. Yep. 
another wedding in Hartlepool on Sunday. I was a, did a village festival in um, Crook on Monday, and then last night I was South Cozy for another wedding. Ah. So very busy weekend. That is very busy. Yeah. Am I allowed to say what the boy said on the microphone at Hartlepool? Is that you can? We yeah. can edit it out if it is, was not. Oh, is it okay? So set it, the scene. It's a club in Hartlepool. At a wedding. Say no more. <laughs> but it was yeah. a, it was a wedding at a club. At a club. Yeah. Oh, All right. Okay. Well, so I think they got married in, in a church. Yeah. 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 This is like that after okay. do, and she had, the bride had a little brother, and he, I think he was about twelve. I feel like Alex likes this. Will like this because he's done this before. But he got up on the mic. <laughs> Where's this one? <laughs> <laughs> Bedfest. <laughs> no, but he. <laughs> I was going to say, don't, don't, don't go out and be too early in the show. So <laughs> no, no, he's like, he was like 11 or 12, and he, he said, Can I make a speech? Can I make a speech to the DJ? And he was like, Of course you can. And the DJ was like in his 70s. And I was expecting like a really heartfelt speech. And he got everyone to be quiet, and then he just went, I got you. Can I get a hoya? Oh, <laughs> and the entire place, the, the entire place just went hoya. Oh, no. I was just no. like, I was just, oh no, this is just oh, awful. In a club in Hartlepool. To be, to be fair, I would have just knighted him on the spot. That would be the best kind of speech. Uh, that was my wedding with my brother. Your wedding? No, I'm not at our wedding. Can you imagine? No, no, <laughs> no. My brother coming up like, can I get a hoya? <laughs> I disown him. I I disown my brother in law no more. Actually, it won't be my brother. It'll be Alex. <laughs> it will be Alex isn't invited to the wedding. He'll be taking right. the pictures and then just and then like you'll lower the camera and go. And I get a hoya. If you I'd told me really I could mad. do that, Jack, at your wedding, I would easily fly. Oh, it's happening. It's happening. I really, really don't want to I'd turn, really I'd turn up and be in the corner, just going, "Tell me when." Tell me when. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was my weekend. But from now on, I've got pretty much three weekends. Are you finished? Yeah. Finished now. I am finished. Yeah, I'm officially finished with Emil Thieves now. So I've got a bit more time. I'm going to be doing some depth with them, and yeah, you can bits and pieces. So you can finally listen to the records that Jack bought you. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's another story. Yeah, <laughs> well, maybe we'll put that in a different segment. <laughs> so the interesting bit, your guys' weekend. It's it's been a... it's been a. Cool oh, weekend. It's been a long weekend. Do you want to start? It's I. Uh, Go on then. It's well, we start on Friday in Berkshire, wasn't it? Or hung, Hungerford, which is sort of just off from Berkshire, in a, a Warner hotel, which was this old Grade One listed hotel. I think Ken, Henry the Eighth stopped there, or he courted. Which which of his wives was it? Jane Seymour. Jane Seymour. There, it was really cool. Like massive building, loads of cool bit here, and there was actually haunted room, wasn't there? We went in. Uh, it was one of those haunted rooms sort of thing where they've got like mannequins set up and that. Uh, well, they didn't tell us about the mannequins, so that scared the shit out of one. <laughs> he walked into the room, there's these two, that's got the fright of my life, and I walked in. They were good fun looking around. Like, didn't yeah, well, it was a nice building. It had been like in the English Civil War, it's where the right. D Day battles were planned and stuff like that. It was a beautiful building out in Wiltshire. But uh, it was good. It was, that was a good That gig. was a good gig, yeah. A Warner Hotel Kings. And then we, had, we drove from there to Worcester on that night. I was hoping to get a, a hotel room in. The Warner Hotel in Berkshire, but they didn't have any left. So to, luckily, we'd, we'd booked a hotel and we start halfway <clears throat> yeah. back. It broke know. up the journey because we were in Liverpool the next day. Now, this is the interesting gig. Do you want to <laughs> circle back to that? Because it's like the cool... Yeah, we can. Okay, so we were in Liverpool on Saturday. On Saturday night, we drove straight to Derby because we were in Derby the next day. And we played a social club in Derby, which I can't remember the name or something. Jubilee? Chaddiston Jubilee Club, Yeah, something like that. We were told they really looked after bands... All right. Which was, was always like, oh, here we go. But we got there. You it know was... how you get, sometimes you get to a club and you can't tell which door you need to load in? <laughs> yeah. Because all the doors look the same. This one said stage door. That on the door. Great. Wow. We got in, they offered us teas and coffees. She took our name and where we're from. Looked wow. after us all night. It was great. They even bought some CDs at the end. Cracked them. We were packing down and they had us playing, which is really weird. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, God. But, uh, and then Monday. Maggie we, Bank. We, we drove back from there to the Maggie Bank, which was a, Along it was on the well over Mon a thousand miles yeah. this weekend. Yeah, by the Maggie Bag gig, always wicked in it, and it was. Just, I think it's the most packed I've ever seen it. It was very busy. It was and very warm. Yeah, it was very warm, but but not as warm as Saturday. No. Yes, that brings us nicely so, onto Saturday. Nice segue, isn't it? Yes, <laughs> we were playing the Casbah uh, Coffee Club in Liverpool, which is where the Beatles started before yeah. they played the Cavern. and uh, we were playing Best Fest with Pete Best, who's the Beatles' orig original drummer. 
and uh, we were in this the basement of the Casbah, which can't be more than about five meters square. Yeah, and the ceilings. Sort of like six inches above me. It's really, yeah, really yeah, short. Yeah. Linen's quite tall for and, people. Yeah, and home, it's yeah. so how warm the, was the this? warmest gig we've ever done? Definitely, honestly, times two, times. Three. I knew it, it was warm. It looked like it was outside. Or like the, on the, there was definitely inside. I know, but on the pictures, it looks like it's outside. Oh, does it? Because oh, yeah. the wooden sort yeah, of background. Yeah, I, I see what like... you mean. I wish it was outside. It would have been. A... They do have an outside section because obviously in the basement you can go straight out into the garden where they, ha- they had like. Stuff like seats and stuff so you could sit out because obviously inside the basement's tiny, so you can't. And there was thousands of people there, wasn't there? Oh, was you ridiculous. couldn't get them all in there. Th- and when P Best eventually went on at the end of the night, they did it like two 45 minute sets, but it wasn't different songs, it was the identical set twice. So you could get people out and put new ones in, sort of thing. Got, like a rotation kind yeah. of Wow, they, they need to because it was just too many people there. But Fair we, enough. we got to meet them in the end, and we did. We got a photo with them, yeah, that yeah. was cool. Was he nice? So, oh, he, oh, he was. He's, he's, he's shy. shy. He is. He's really? shy. Yeah. Really timid. Wow. And we got to meet Tony Crane as well, which is cool. On the Mersey Beats. Yeah. He's got some of the best stories. We were just sitting upstairs in the Cas Bar. Everyone else was downstairs listening to Pete Best. We were just sitting, just staring at Tony Crane, just listening. Tell to us all stuff. Telling me things of the sixties. Wow. But, no, that was really cool. He was talking about like Eric Clapton being there when the the wrote All he You was, Need Is yeah, Love. Yeah, he was there when they wrote All You Need Is Love. Do you know the TV? No way. Telev- yeah. the, the, the show thing where they had the, the cards yes. with the stuff on it. He was there. Wow. He was just Pretty telling unreal. stories of sort of Paul. Being and there, the Who, when they were on tour, because they were supporting the Who, the Mersey Beats, and they were having like jokes with Keith Moon and all that. They, they tried to get their own back on Keith Moon. And when they were playing, obviously they, they came up from behind the stage and they pulled him down off his drum kit whilst the Who were playing. They dragged him back into one of the back rooms and put him in an ice bath whilst the Who are playing. No way. It's some pretty cool stories, isn't it? Wow. Yeah, I think he's uh, doing a book soon, so... Nice. All the stories are going to be in that. They're doing a film as well, a documentary, aren't they, on Mersey Beat in general, and I yeah. think he's, pretty, he's in it quite a bit, so... He's a very interesting man to sit down. We, I don't know how long we were there for, the time just yeah. flew by, and the next couple of hours, say, maybe? Oh, it's one o'clock, we should really go. Wow. So it was a very long day, we got it there at... Three-ish? Three, four? Yeah, three, four o'clock, and left at one in the morning. Wow. We were just there all day, it was... It was fantastic. But I knew it was warm because I don't normally sweat that much when I'm playing. <laughs> sure. And I had beads of sweat running down my face. I thought, Rob gets the hottest out yeah, of all Rob of us. Was, yeah. And I thought, I can't look at Rob because I'll laugh. Yeah. Because I, I can't imagine. What he, and I looked over and honestly, he looked like someone had glazed him. <laughs> <laughs> it was unbelievable. He just looked as he was like. <sighs> but of course, you stand up now. I do stand up now. So, And I've heard you've been busting some moves. Oh yeah, I can't yeah. wait to see these moves. He has. Yeah, we're gonna I, have to come back and see I've, the new preamps. I've been trying to move around because otherwise I would just stand still. Yeah, yeah. Do anything. So wait, Lyndon stitched the stool, has he? A half a stand. He has up indeed. Now. Oh, no, it wasn't my me. choice, but you know, you, you enjoy it though, don't you? I do. You I said do you enjoy it. You, I do have to. You got peer, you got peer pressure into it, didn't you? Yeah, I do. I do prefer it though. To be fair, it's it sort of gives you. It looks, saves me back. It looks like you're in like some like. 80 synth band now though. That's it looks the, like that's you're in the, the new thing. <laughs> the tapestry saves it a little bit. It does, yeah. I. But um, no, it, it saves me back because I always sort of hunch over when yeah. I'm playing the keys and now I can't. It makes properly. sense that you can get more into it, really, if you're standing yeah, yeah, up. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I wish we could stand up, Sophie. I would, you know. Actually, I've seen a drummer that does it. I, I've he's done Scottish. it once because I forgot my snare stand. All right. So like, I set it up like on a table. <laughs> really? It was, like, it was on like a milk crate on top of a table. And then I stood up and played at the same time and played like a bass drum. So I just had yeah, high yeah. hat and snare drum. But it was, it was really fun. Sounds it, yeah. There's a drummer from Glasgow, I think he does it. I can't remember which band he plays for. I'll have to try and get him up. I'll show you later. But he does it like, obviously, do you know um, Slaves, the band? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, there's a guitar and then the drums, it's sort of like massive floor tom, massive snare drum. It's sort of a bit like that. Which is pretty cool. I wish I could stand and play. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's increasingly difficult. But no, but I prefer standing now. But yeah, we had a good weekend. Oh, we were practicing so on the Thursday as well. So oh, actually, we, were, we, were, actually, we, were. we had the full day Thursday from what was it, three till nine ish? Yeah, something. like six hours of practice. Are you all still friends? Yeah, just it's, about. It's, it's, it's <laughs> honestly, we slept with each other for three nights. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the podcast title. There we go. That's you've, a, you've got that's, a title. That's a segment. You had to say it that's a segment. Yeah, absolutely. Well, honestly, we were kicking. It was like basically like we were doing Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday for like five days on the trot, like what you did. It was like, yeah, yeah, we're cool. Come we on, say, Alex. I, I was gonna say, was this also in Bedlington or was this somewhere? Else? Uh, <laughs> Bedfest. M- many cities. Many, many cities. Uh, different cities. Many yeah. cities. <laughs> Doing like a tour. We'll always have Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for. 
What are you listening to? Okay, so what are you listening to? Alex Williams in New Jersey. Um, so I've got two things I'm listening to at the moment, really. Um, one is a new guy who I hate to admit that I found a musician on TikTok, but I did. I found a musician on TikTok. Uh, a guy called Stephen Sanchez. He's an American singer-songwriter. And you might have heard this song going around TikTok at the moment. It's called Until I Found You. It's like a really romantic kind of track. Um, I don't know how much people go on TikTok with it. I know Jack does, but I'm not sure about everybody else. Um, but yeah, he writes. It's He's kind of like an old soul. He writes the kind of music that you could imagine being played in a 70s, 80s diner. It's very older style kind of ballad music, but it's obviously made now. So it's quite technical, like in terms of his production, it's very atmospheric and there's a lot of like surround sounds and stuff going on. Um, he has an EP out already, which was really good, which I went to go listen to, but his new albums just dropped like a week ago. So I've just been listening through that really. And it's, it's very relaxing music. It's music that lifts the soul is how I describe it. It's very pretty. Um, What's the album called, uh, Alex? The album is called uh, Easy On My Eyes by Stephen Sanchez. Nice. Um, that's pretty good. The EP that he put out before that is better than the album, in my opinion, right. which is called What Was Not Now. Uh, and it's it's like an EP, and the cover photo is like a couple underwater in a pool. Um, it's Some of it's really sad. Like Some of it's like the lyrics are really like deep and dark, like about mental health and stuff like that. But it's beautiful. And the end of the EP is like this one minute instrumental string and piano track. It's oh, that sounds nice. very nice. I think Sophie would like it. Probably not Jack's thing because Jack doesn't like music that has a meaning. Um, but I think Sophie would <laughs> like it. Yes and no. So does Depends. it sound like anyone else you've heard before? Like, can, Is there another artist you can... Um, in terms of like a, a reference, that's something I, I can't really pinpoint an exact, exact artist because I don't really listen to that kind of stuff yeah, often yeah. enough to have... To have other artists that I would have linked it to that I personally know. I'm sure there are, but I don't know them. Um, like I said, the only way I could describe it as is it sounds like the kind of music that would get played in like Stranger Things slash 13 Reasons Why. Um, it's kind of like that old, old style of songwriting that they used to do a lot in like the, the sort of the 80s, where it was all that kind of pretty ballad stuff, but made with modern production techniques. So it sounds crisp and clean. Um, modern very metro. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's an oxymoron in itself. Isn't Absolutely. It? Sophie, what have you been listening to? So I've been on a bit of a Elton in an Elton John phase at the minute. Yeah. So I don't know why. I've just been fancying it. Um but I've decided my favourite Elton John song is Benny and the Jets. I I, so I agree. It's been on repeat. It's great. So that was that was gonna be my question because I was like I wanted to know what everyone else's favourite Elton John song was. Because oh. I've decided it's Benny and the Jets. It's not my favourite, but it's one of my favourites. I don't like it. My, my most no? enjoyable no. one is Hello, Hello, that he wrote for that Romeo and Juliet film. It, I can't believe he wrote that banger for an awful animated film. That was like the most Alex answer Romeo and Juliet. However, though, it's an absolute tr- I'm not saying it's his best. I'm saying it's his most enjoyable. Right. I don't know if I like Benny and I the don't, Jets. I don't, I don't like, like it. A- it's so annoying. Like... I, if, if I was listening, because I, <laughs> I, like I do think, okay, well, my favorite Elton John song is Goodbye Yellow Brick Rose. And if I was listening to the album in full, I would listen to it. I wouldn't skip it, but I wouldn't choose to put Benny and the Jets on. Right. But Goodbye, he did no, an album a few years ago. I think it was called Revamp, and it was all these artists yes. covering yeah. his songs. And Queens of Stone Age did an unreal version of Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. It's really right. good. Yeah, so that would be my a, answer. It is a good album. Right. Yeah, it, it is. Wicked. Favorite Elton John. I like um, "Don't Go Breaking My Heart." Yeah, really. Yeah. Oh wow. Ah, oh, there's a show. Oh, I, I, she's very like upbeaten. Honky Cat as well. You're you're romantic, Lyndon, are you? Oh yeah, totally. He's actually got a song I really like, which I wouldn't say it's my favorite, but I genuinely like because it's a bit depressing. I genuinely actually really like the song though. It's called "I Think I'm Gonna Kill Myself," <laughs> and it's actually, keep it light, Jack. But like <laughs> the song is really happy, but the lyrics are really sad, like really sad. Yeah. It's on. It's on that Honky Cat album. Oh, right. Um, it's actually it's actually a very good song. I'd have listened. I've not listened enough Elton John. I mean, I can probably be it, pretty simple. Do you have a favorite? Do you have a favorite song? Tiny Dancer. Yeah, I like yeah. Tiny Dancer. Have you I, heard, um, I mean, I don't listen to it enough, but that's probably my favorite. Um, Tim McGraw's version. Tim McGraw covered right. Tiny Dancer. I can really imagine that would be good. All right. Tim McGraw. I like Tim McGraw. He's cool. 
I like so, Crocodile Rock as well. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. It's a bit gimmicky. I really want to watch. I really want to rewatch Rocket Man, and I think that's why. So then I've just been listening to the music because no, it's been took off yet. Netflix instead. Have you not? No, I've not it's seen Rocket so Man. It's so theatrical. It is. It's, it's really very... good. Good. Just watch it. Yes, yeah. yeah. it is. It is. It's, it's, it's I, worth I, think, I wanted to like after watching the the Elvis one. I want to watch Rocket Man one. Definitely worth the watch. I think I like it for the reasons Jack doesn't like it. So it really depends on the person. It grew. It grew on me. Right. When I, when I saw it in the cinemas, I was like, mm, this is like, you can tell Elton John wrote this, you know what I mean? Because like, it's just so mm-hmm. jazz hands and glitzy and glam and over I the do, top. I do and... feel like Alex would like Rocketman though. Because have you seen Rocketman, Alex? Kind of film. What, the film? Yeah. yeah. Of course no. you have, haven't you? Yeah, yeah not. Do you like me? I haven't seen it. I've, I've, I've seen, yeah, no, I haven't seen the film. I no. actually, but I think you would like it. I, I probably would. I, I'm strangely... Not that into Elton John. I know it's probably going to like freak everybody out, but like, I don't, I, I like him. Like, whenever I listen to him, I enjoy it. But do you know when there's like, a, a, the problem with older artists for me is that whenever you discover one and you think, oh, I'm going to listen to this artist, because they're old, their back catalogue's massive. <laughs> so it's such like a daunting task to go and find yeah. the good yeah. stuff. But I just never get around to doing it. It's like when you want to watch a new Netflix series, but it has like 12 seasons and you're like, is it worth starting at this point? I'm so far behind. Like, that's what I feel like with Elton John. All right. Like, I'm just... I, I, I love him, and he's funny. Like, I, I kind of forgot about him for a little while. The only reason I stopped listening to him again is because he was in the a, a film. It was um the second... Or oh, Kingsman. Kingsman. The second Kingsman movie. Yeah. When he's in he's that, in and he's Kingsman. hilarious. He's, he's sort like, of oh, kid, kidnapped All oh, right. It's, it's a really weird is it, thing. Is it it's worth of, a while. Is it because of Taron that he's in that? It's a really Possibly funny movie, possibly. and Elton John is just like unhinged in it. Like they clearly just let him say whatever we want. That's to do also in the movie. the film series I've not watched either. Kingsman, Kingsman. No. they're really good. Oh, Kingsman's unbelievable. The new one, The King's Man, the prequel with um, Ralph, whatever his name is, the guy who plays Voldemort. Ralph Fiennes. Great, great movie. Um, it's a prequel. It's not as good as the main ones. It's, it's like it's completely separate. It's from before mm. the originals, but they are making one final. Of the normal ones with Colin Firth and stuff in it, yeah, which I think yeah. is going to be coming in the next couple of years. Nice, the amazing movies. They got like some of the best fight scenes you'll ever see. Like they're, they're dead <laughs> funny. Right, Lyndon, what about you? Well, I went to a gig last night. Nice uh, to see a band called The Avalons. Yes, and uh, they've got two singles out. They've only got a few things out, but um, I was listening to them a couple of days before I went to see. So they've got a song called Set and Sons. Yeah, which is their latest single. Um, so I've been listening to that. But Very nice. um, the uh, nice bunch of lads, local lads, they actually supported Kieran. Yes. When we went to go see him there. Yeah. So, um, but no, it was, it was a good gig. and Very good. <laughs> Scott, what have you been listening to? I've been listening to someone called Madison Cunningham. I don't know if anyone's okay. heard of her. I think you might She's have mentioned She's an American artist. She's this uh, folk rock artist. She's like the sort of new Joni Mitchell. Right. Anyone else That's is a cool. fan of Joni Mitchell. She's like, she's a really cool artist. I'm actually quite a bit, bit obsessed with her at the moment. Nice. But um, she's brought out these singles, which is going to be an album later on in the year. And there's one song in particular called Life According to Rachel. <laughs> and um, ah, it's just fucking min. It's a min song. And uh, I've, do you know that tiny desk that yeah, we were yeah. talking about last time? Well, she did one of those recently and I'd, I've watched that back to back. So uh, I go and listen to her. When you said Joni Mitchell, it just reminds me of that scene in Love Actually. I've when, never seen Love No, I've not oh, seen it not? No. Oh, it's the see, best movie ever. That's your favourite film. I, I highly doubt it is the best movie ever, though. Oh, Jack, see, it's, it? it's got everybody in it. It's 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 amazing. Is that if you want to make Jack cry? You cry at the opening scene every single time. You put if it I on. hear the music, really? I start to cry, honestly. Jack, you yeah. cry at Love Actually. Oh, it's brilliant. Honestly, you, don't knock it till you've tried it. So, Jack, what have you been listening to? Well, Alex, uh, I've got a new favourite country artist. Country's my favourite genre, and I've been listening to a girl called Alana Springsteen. No relation to Bruce, but... Oh, there, there might be somewhere down the line. Somewhere, oh, yes. somewhere down the line, possibly. Um, but she's class. Um, she's released... I wouldn't call them albums, because one's seven track and one is eight track. So, like, extended EPs. Extended EPs, yeah. Um, but she's released two albums um, in the past couple of years, and it's like a two-parter. So they're called History of Breaking Up Part 1 and Part 2. And they're just full of bangers. Like, it's absolutely class. Like, the production on it is really, really good. Like, the drums and the guitars just sound massive. And, like, it's just, it's got that kind of, like, you know when you listen to pop music and, like, the bass is just, like... Everywhere. Everywhere. It's great. It's so good. <clears throat> um, 
But I actually had a second answer for this, which I have been listening to this as well, but I wanted to mention this um, because we're hopefully going to get her on here at some point. So our friend Elizabeth Little um, has just released her debut EP called Somewhere. She has, and it's yes. actually mint. Like I've, I've had it, it on in the nice car. Way. It's really great. Like the production's great. She recorded it at um, Ginger Music up here in Newcastle. A smattering of guests on it. It's absolutely brilliant. It's kind of like she's definitely trying to be a bit like Joni Mitchell, like Carol King, all those kind of Fleetwood Mac, that kind of seventies cool vibe. Yeah, yeah. Um, the songwriting is amazing. Her voice is just—I mean, you've you've filmed her. It's, yes. She's amazing. You she's know, she's a very good singer. Um, but we're hoping on to have her here at some point. Um, we we're just trying to organise a date. Um, so. She'll probably play one of the songs off a EP and then we'll do some kind of cover or something like. But I just wanted to mention it because it's genuinely very good and she's a local artist. And we're, as much as we, you know, we talk about ELO and things like that. <laughs> do I mention it that much? Yes. I've never noticed. You might just a bit. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little as much bit. as we talk about ELO and uh, country music, like we want to try and promote some local artists on here. Like so, um, so yeah, Elizabeth Little somewhere. Go check it out. Okay, so it's now time for the Lime Tree Time Machine. Lime Tree Time Machine. So, Alex, this is the segment that we usually ask our guests. We asked Soph last week because Soph was on our podcast last week. Um, basically, if you had a time machine, where and when would you go? And as an extended question as well, um, if there was a key moment, we've kind of based it around gigs more than anything else. Uh-huh. So, like, you know, I think one of us has said Woodstock. We'd want to go see Woodstock. I would want to go see the Beatles live or Live Aid, stuff like that. If you go back in time, forward in time, when and where, what would you want to see? Go. Oh, um, so you're saying you usually base it around gigs and music. So that's up to um, you, though. Well, not to kind of like cop out, but one of, one of my answers for if if I was to give a music answer, it would be Live Aid, um, yeah. purely because I'm a Queen fan. For anything else, like just for that, like I don't really listen to that much classic rock. Most of the people who played that day, I probably wouldn't even be bothered about. Mm-hmm. It's literally just so I could see that Queen performance because, like, That's my iconic, dad go, going up, my dad maybe listened to a bunch of classic rock and he listens to a bunch of stuff that I can't stand and a bunch of like old music because he's an <laughs> old man now. Um, have like you know his, his biggest thing is the Beatles and I can't stand them. Um, so. Get out! Alex. Oh, Alex. Get so, out! So, oh, oh, see you in America! I say I can't stand them. I can't stand three of them. Lennon was the genius, but the rest were just kind of going along for the ride. Um, so, mm. uh, and, you know, I've always kind of not really engaged with him much music-wise for that reason, but he got me listening to Queen when I was quite young. And um, so I've always kind of, you know, wanted to go see them but obviously being born when we were like 1998 it wasn't an option to go see them in their original form i did go see them twice on the queen and adam lambert tours both times and it was amazing it was like nice to see that he wasn't trying to impersonate freddie was doing his own thing just seeing brian may at one point on the first tour he was like floating through the, the sky with lasers <laughs> playing the guitar solo in a metallic cape you know like As traditional brian may um so it was like to have gone and seen them like in that prime I say that prime, but he wasn't doing too good. But you know, as, clo- as the, the, the height, the height that they got to, you know, but before everything went downhill and he got really ill, that would by far take the cake for musical moment for me. If I could go anywhere, it would be Live Aid. Very good answer. Very good answer. I See, just loved Lyndon's face with I hate the Beatles. I've never seen <coughs> eyes wider before in my life. I know you can't well, see this, like, Alex, but he was it, he was fuming. It's like they always and say Ringo sure. wasn't even the best drummer in the band. Like never mind the best drummer in the world. But he was. Like, it's, 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 it, you know what I mean? Paul's like, a good drummer. Paul's a great drummer. They've got like they've got like four or five amazing songs, and I love those four or five amazing songs. But then like most of the albums, especially when they went down the whole Yellow Submarine route, it kind of just started to get a bit messy. Um, and like I've watched I like it. Lot- it's the worst side of the Beatles. If you had to pick a worse side, yeah. it's a bit weird, but I still like it. It's very weird. Like, like, don't get me wrong. I loved what they did for the industry, and like, I watched the um, that recording of them playing at the Hollywood Bowl back in the sixties mm-hmm. and stuff in LA. Amazing. Like, they had a great stage presence, and I love what they did for the industry. And I think for the time, they were amazing because they, they were the they were the first ever. You know, everyone calls them the first ever rock band. You know, um, but I feel like playing them now 
even amongst other classic music, the songwriting for me, I know this was part of what made them catchy, but for me, the songwriting's too simple on a lot of their songs. Um, and the ones that aren't simple are mainly the ones that Lennon did the most to work on. And that's why I like a lot of his solo stuff as well that he managed to get done before he got knocked off. Um, so, it's not very yeah, PC, cool. this podcast, is it? Like, we're, we're definitely going to get cancelled. Plus, McCartney definitely needs to just give up. Like, he's... It's not, it's not good. Like, did, did I you somewhat see him agree, tw- but I would still go see him. And we did, you know. Yeah, we did. He, did, he sounded... Well, well, I think it's the thing, like, recorded versus live. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. live, because we didn't see him that long ago. It was only a couple of years ago. Uh-huh. So it hasn't changed that much. Live, it sounds tremendous. Recorded, think, it doesn't do him any justice. Yeah. But in, in, when you're there fair, in the atmosphere yeah. and you can feel it and there's pyros going off, you think, oh my God, it's Paul McCartney. Well, we were talking about the Glastonbury set, weren't we, a few episodes back? Cause yeah. Because he played there. Oh, I, and you can I'm really convinced tell... that he's been replaced with a droid because his Glastonbury <laughs> set was great. I watched it. It was very good. <laughs> However, was very if, good. You, if you go back and watch him in 2012, a decade ago, performing at the Olympics, he should have been better and it was dreadful. Like if you like he played oh, the closing ceremony or something and he got yeah, everyone yeah. to sing Hey Jude and it was the most out of key thing I've ever heard anyone <laughs> play on live television. It was dreadful. But then I saw his Glastonbury set lately and it was great. His so I'm convinced he's dead and they've just rolled out some robotic. That's the AI second time that man's died. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm convinced that Jeff Bezos got paid a lot of money by the British government to maintain morale to make an AI version of Paul McCartney. The last could have, could have happened. Play, yeah, that's, can't that's disprove it. That's, that's <laughs> my take. So that's your Lime Tree time machine. Live Aid. Well, it was, it was mine as well. I mean, it'd be I tremendous. Think, I think we all said Live Aid. Yeah. Is that I, just I, I, musicians? I can't remember what I said, actually. It's been a good few episodes ago. Mine was the Carol King one. The yeah, yours was Carol King. But did we do ours with Jack Harvey? Yeah, we did. Cause so the first episode. It was the first had, ever yeah. one, yeah. Yeah. That's how long it's been. Wow. I know. That's kind of what it was. No, I I think I you'll said you'll have to you'll have to, we'll have to the have podcast a listen back. Yeah, yeah. This is the joys of a podcast, isn't it? It certainly is. Yeah. If, 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 want to... as, as a side note, Scott, this will probably bring you back on my side a bit after the whole Beatles shenanigans. My my one my one thing I am very jealous of you of, and I know it's the obvious answer being from the northeast, but me and Kelly, my missus, were discussing it. Um, the fact that you've seen Mr. Fender from a lot of his early day gigs we is have. something I'm well, very envious Linden. of. Yeah, I was there as well. Well, Scott posted the video, so I'm so good, Scott. Right. Yeah, we uh, saw him at the dog and so, well above the dog and parrot. At what was the jumping jacks? Jumping jacks, yeah. I guess I saw all that like, many, many years ago when, when you went to go see him at the arena and you put them all together, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. That 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 must have been amazing to kind of. Well, there was only like the, was only him. Only five or six people in the room, wasn't yeah, there? There was just much. him by himself, no band. It was just him and electric guitar. There right, was about so, six like, people the in the room. The closest I got to that was lately because I, I I wasn't I could say that I wasn't really aware of him when he first got started I wasn't yeah. really on that train I only really started listening to him when his first album got big and me and my missus were out in Rusty's of all places in Newcastle drinking and they played at Hypersonic Missiles Yeah, and she loved it, shazammed it while mortal and then the next day woke up and it was in our library on Apple Music and she was mm-hmm. like who the hell is this bloke <laughs> and, and I was like I don't know because I didn't really know much about him at the time and then I played him and I said, like, oh, I've heard him. And I heard his accent. I was like, he's Jordy. So I Googled him. And I was like, Eve, that's him. And then, but by that point, the way our trips all worked out, and then COVID came along and no one was gigging. And then when his tour, his UK tour came around where you guys got to see him, I was here. I was moving away. So I wasn't yeah, going to get the chance yeah. to see him. So then he announced he was playing some US dates for the first time in a while. And uh, the place I saw him at Irving Plaza in New York, it's like a small venue. I'd, oh, compare, nice. it, I'd compare it to like maybe the Clooney, um, maybe a bit bigger than the Clooney. Uh, so it's only around about a 1,200 capacity, 1,500 capacity venue. But it was just kind of so cool seeing, like seeing somebody who's like developed because yeah, he's good definitely. and he's big now and he's got the whole band and he's got all the great catalogue and he's got, he's got it nailed now, but still in an intimate setting. It was something I bet, else. I bet like, it was so lovely. Like I bet it was lush. I'm, I'm, I'm very uh, envious of you having seen them that early on. Like we saw, but... we sort of saw them at, at like three different size venues. Well, the hard, first yeah. one was like tiny. 
Yes. And then the second one was the, the was it the ship the, forecast in Liverpool. Aye, which was sort of like mid size, and then we saw you know the the utility. That. It was and then just... next, it's going to be St James's Park. Yes, yeah, St James's Park. Yeah. It's oh, that'll be something like, else. It is that, happening. Like, with... It will happen. Definitely. That'll be something else. Who could, could you imagine his intro? It's on his newsletter. If you sign up, the pictures on his new la- newsletter. Right. I did wonder because I, I you... went on his profile and it's not on there. Nah, nah, so I was like, right. Could you imagine the intro when he plays St James's Park when he's there? When he, when yeah, his intro comes out and all the flags and stuff, that would be something else. That like that would be. Weird. He'll come out a local hero. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. What he does, oh, yeah. shows he anyway, does it shows anyway. But James's like... Park got you. All he the walkways. Whenever he plays yeah. Newcastle. So. Quick fire questions. Right. So uh, this is the first question I've got here. What's the first concert you attended, Jack? Oh. Um, like. Proper concert, as in proper band, not just yeah, yeah. Jimmy down the pub. Um, <laughs> Iron Maiden with a band called Airborne Supporting. All right. Who basically are ACDC. So, yeah, Iron Maiden. And that was 2011 or 12. So, yeah, that was my... Where was it? Did you the arena. Oh, the arena, sorry. I. Yeah. Well, on mine, the... Mine's really not cool. Yeah, that's mine, so, so go oh, on. Oh, right, okay. Mine's the oh, Expector mine Live Tour. Oh, <laughs> 2009. Nice. The, the, yeah, the, Sophie, that yeah. is also my answer. Is, is it? it really? Shut yes. up, man. No, the, it's not. The, the Expector Live Tour 2009 at Metal Radio Arena with Chico and Shane Ward. Oh, my God, that means you were there at the same time. Maybe it was 2000. I was there with... Wait, Who were you there with, I was Sophie? there after. Maybe it was, was after 2009. Mine was the year where it was Shane Ward. That's my goal. Joe McKeldry. Oh, that was, that was after. Joe McKeldry was 2011. Then I went to the X Factor tour, 2011. <laughs> 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 yeah, Joe McKelvey was there. Well, yeah. we know yours, Alex. We know yours now. What about you? Sorry, well, that, 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 that kind of reveal is mine. But uh, well, I, I say that it's it's oh, one on. of two answers that I they were both in 2009, and I was a kid, so I don't actually remember. It was either the X Factor Live tour 2009 with Shane Ward and it's Chico time. What a tragic year that was. Or it was also in 2009. I went to go see Westlife in. Metal Ridge Arena, who I do have no shame in saying are my favourite boy band. They're fantastic. You know, yeah. they're just great. It's a good segment of mine, which is a boy band. My first one was Take That. Yeah, I, do you know, I knew you were going to say that. I don't know when. Many, 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 many years ago. But I was going to say, did your mum drag you? But you probably went by your no, own No, I dragged my mum, I think it was that. Which one, <laughs> which, which one was it? I don't know. It, I think... Um, 2011. Which two was it? Who was there? Was, was, that's, was that's Robbie the there? The support was, Robbie there? Which, the support was Ella A. No, but who was there? Uh, was Robbie there? Oh, that's no, it was just the three of them. Oh, it was T3? So it, was, it was after um, Jason left. Is that at the arena? Yes. I was at that one too. Oh, there you go. My first tick, that one was the one where Robbie joined for the five. Oh, oh the, so the progress yeah. tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've only ever seen them once and it was when Robbie came back in and he flew through the screen for Let Me Entertain You and stuff and whatever else. That's <laughs> that the only take back I've ever seen. <laughs> Have you seen that? I've not actually. No, I've actually got tickets. Good for, show, I've got tickets for Gary Barlow next month at the oh. Tyne Theatre. Gary Barlow. We're like four rows from the front. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Trying to think what mine was. Oh, so quick question because I've, I've never met anybody who likes Gary Barlow, and I also like Gary Barlow. I love Gary so, Barlow. He's my what, one of my favorite singers ever. What What's your favorite song off his debut album? The since I saw your last album that he put out a couple of years back when he well, first went solo. I like Requiem. Yes, yes. Me, it's Face to Face with Elton John. I that was, is a that's good the song one I was as well. Say, actually, yeah. I like Absolutely. Since I Saw You Last as well. That is a good song. Since I Saw You Last. Is, and I also like Sixth Avenue, but I'm a bit biased because that one's about a long-distance relationship. So I'm a bit biased on that yeah. one. It's, and the whole album's yeah. great. So I, I could pick any song, really. Great album. Um, Alex, I'd like to point out you're wrong because the, Joe McKeldry won the X Factor in 2009. So I'm afraid oh. your, your tour was a bit earlier. I was so, right. Alex, so what Alex. one did I go to then? Did Shane Ward win? I don't know. I, I don't know who won. I just know. Well, he, I just knew he was there. Right, well, then. Find out for you. Well, that two thousand and five. Jeez. Oh, well, that, that's what it was then. Two thousand and five. That was my wow. first concert. My mom took me. How old would you have been? Seven. At seven. Yeah. Really? Something like that. My mom. My, my, my mom took me along to that because she loved to go see Shane Wars, and I would, I'd been sticking at Chico time for the past two months. <laughs> <laughs> that's the next cover for the Lime Tree session. Yes. I was trying to think what mine was, and I remembered it whilst we were talking what? there. The Wiggles at City Hall. The Wiggles. <laughs> Next question. The Wiggles. <laughs> it was, genuinely. Oh, I had to think there, and I was just... I'm Moving on. How old I was. Scott, did, Scott, did you ever go see the Singing Kettle live? <gasps> I did not. know oh, no, here hey, we go. Did you, were what? you a Singing Kettle? The Singing Kettle live was one of the best moments of my childhood, and I don't want oh, to hear I, I went every single year. 
It was amazing. So good, so if it was You're gonna have to tell the tell oh well us and the viewers what that is. It's like, the it's, singing kettle. It's like a children's even. music show and it was like it was put on a Whitley Bay Playhouse. Uh-huh. Um it's like I think they're Scottish, aren't they? Yeah, it's like the Wiggles, but way better. It's basically what the singing kettle is. All right, it's class. Oh, it was Doesn't big. sound it, mind. <laughs> I have all. I had all the DVDs, the cuddly ties, all of it. It's one of those like shows where clearly the, the, the producers were on so many drugs that there's no point in us trying to explain <laughs> it to you. You need to go and just YouTube it and see what it was and go, ah, I can see how that would entertain a six-year-old. I, I actually okay. got I got up on stage with them as a volunteer once. No, I did, no, you dressed yeah. as a duck. No, I did, but I didn't You're, make the DVD. Yeah, you remembered it wrong. <laughs> but I was a duck. For years, right, Soph kept telling me, oh, I'm in a DVD, you know, of the singing kettle. And I'm like, what the hell is a singing kettle for a star, right? <laughs> but like, she went, oh, I'm in the DVD. And then it turns out she's not in the DVD. She remembered it wrong. Well, I was like five. Give her a break. Down that, like, you know, you're watching the whole DVD skipping through. Oh, there I should be. I'm not there. I know, Where but I'm, I was a duck. I did get a go on stage just I, as a duck. I think your mum, right, like said, oh, you'll be on the DVD. You're on the DVD. And like for years, <laughs> you just assumed you were. Yeah, she's like, that's you? That's you. It's like some last with black hair. It's not you, clearly. <laughs> I that know that does sound quite sad. I, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> right, I have a next question. Go on then. If you could change your name, what would it be? Jack. Um, I like my first name. My next name is a bit... My next name? My last name. <laughs> um, well, this is the thing. Like, I, My last name is pronounced Milkrease, and no one knows how to spell or... Um, pronounce it because it's it's a bit of a doozy. It's from the Isle of Man, but I I think I spoke about this before that like being an artist, I decided not to change it because it becomes incredibly easy to find me because I am like the only Jack Milkriest online. I think mm-hmm. there's like maybe a couple of others, but I am the only musician, and I'm easy. To, if you type my name in, you find me immediately. So it's good for marketing. Nah, but realistically, I would probably change my name to something way cooler. Like what? Like what? Do you know who's got a great name? <laughs> Who? Um, they mention it on the Grand Tour quite a lot. Um, what's his name? Um, Max Venturi, who works for like oh, the Lamborghini Robert. Tester. Yeah, the Lamborghini. Yeah, tester. that is a cool name. Yeah, Max Venturi. Or oh, um, do you remember that Simpsons episode where he changes his name to Max Power? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's probably what I. That's probably what I go with. No. Sophie, what about you? I don't know. I quite like my name. I, I quite like. You're not going to change Sophie? it to Milkrees then when we get married? No. No, no she's gonna. You're gonna have to change it to Purvis. No, we're just gonna equally. I wanted to do a thing where we could join, like, conjoin you know, double them. barrel it? Like, perv creased. Oh. <laughs> Maybe not. See, it's funny you oh, say that. Milkreased pervis. Milvis. Sounds so old, doesn't it? I don't necessarily want to be milkreased. Just just for the oh. just because I don't want to spell it out. Oh. But, like... It's, it's, it's the I'll, burden that comes with it. Yeah, but it's I quite funny like... I don't mind pervis, so... It's, it's funny you say that, so because me and the missus had had a... Not for the same reason, but we had a bit of a dispute... Because she didn't take my name when we got married, and I was quite insulted by that fact. Because I've got a wonderful Wait, really? last name, but she, because um, she, Let's her name's that. Kelly with an I, right? So she's K E L L I, and her last name is Durr, just D U R R. It's German, so she's just Kelly Durr. But her middle name is Anne. But her mother, for like a good eighteen years, was adamant that it was double barreled, like Kelly Anne, and it's not. Legally, on a certificate, it's not. But Kelly was always raised being told that it was. And so that's why that's what it is on our Facebook and everything for when she made it. Mm-hmm. So we always said when we get married, how pretty does Kellyanne Williams sound? You sound like a princess. And and then like a month or two before we got married, she suddenly decided that we, she wasn't changing her name. And I was like, excuse me. So See, I don't, um, I, I don't think it? it's I don't think it's really that much of a done thing. I don't think it's weird to keep your original no, names anymore. Well, no, that, that's that's it. Like we agreed that if she's not taking mine, I definitely wasn't taking hers because I'm not going to Alexander Durr. That's not yeah. happening. But it doesn't so, make it doesn't Alexander make Alexander Durr. Has, it, it doesn't <laughs> make you any less less married though. You know what I mean? You've you've still made the definitely commitment, are. which is the main thing. Yeah. Well, I, well, I know it, it's it's more the fact that at the wedding you can't do the whole Mister and Mrs surname. You lose the ability to say that because you've got two different surnames. So. I know. No, but I, so. I, still, I, I, I don't really like that as a thing anyway because it's you like the, the whole thing, thing of the woman has to take the man's name and everything. I, I just think it's a it's an old tradition. Yeah, it, it 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 is an old tradition. That's what we're saying. It was kind of over here. It's not as common as it is back home. Back home, I think it's really common. Like even people our age when they get married now tend to do it. But over here, it, it's not as common. So it wasn't looked as weird over here when she didn't mm-hmm. take it. 
I'll um, decide closer to the time. Or you can decide whenever you want. You know what I mean? There's nothing I'm, saying I'm, after 10 years of you being married, you can change your name. I'm happy for Milk Reese to die with me. It's fine. <laughs> well, well, we're not having kids, so it's just fine. It's, it's, it's no problem with us. Uh, <laughs> well, there you go. Fair enough. <laughs> Lyndon, what would you change yours to? I like my name. Yeah, it's just, I think your name's cool. I am um, one of a kind. I would yeah. say your last name is harder to spell out. Nah, than you stop with every I. P-H-I-L-L-I-S-K-I-R-K. Yeah. I, I've but always, I wouldn't know how to say it, though. Like. I've always been able to spell your name, apart from that I always put one L instead of two. I know yeah, it's two. That's, that's common. That's the main but thing apart from that, I knew how to spell it off the bat. Yeah, yeah. So I can, pr- I can pronounce yours really easily, Lyndon, but I won't lie, when I first started working with you, I would routinely forget it and have to go... You called him Lindsay one time. <laughs> really? And, yeah. I've and, been called and, worse. And, it's fine. And, My Andy's and called I, Lindsay. And like, you know, I'd be typing it out and I'd have to like remember what it was. I'd have to I like, mean, I know it's a meal and a few million and stuff. It's, like, it's funny because just the other day me and Jack were on the phone and I said, I was typing something to you and I went, I finally remembered how to like just get Linda's <laughs> name off hand. It's, it's Stuck there, there now. No, I, I like my name. I, I, oh, my middle enough. name's William as well. I, I like that. Yeah. Fair enough. Good name. Good name. Scott? Well... I would like I'd like to keep your surname, but I've always thought a first name because mine's a bit a bit dull, isn't it, Scott? I like Scott. A bit dull. I like the name Harrison. No, Harrison. Yeah, but Harrison. I'd had a kid. I'd, I'd call me kid Harrison. Right. You get Harry though. Darry's. I just think it's a cool name, Harrison. Right. There you go. Isn't Harrison more of a surname, Bo? No, no. You can well, have t- it as a first traditionally, name. yes, because it's the son of Harrison. But like, Harrison, son of people, Harry, rather. Yeah, we get Harrison. Harrison Ford. Exactly. True. You know. Yeah, but he's American. He doesn't count. It no. does. I've, right. Got, are, you pick, are you picking us up on this? Oh, this is my favourite name, this. <laughs> <laughs> is it your no, favourite no. name? It is. Harrison. I love it. Saying something about my favourite name, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny because I used to hate my name growing up because it was always weird because how many Alexes do you know going to school? You know what I mean? Loads so of them. There was, there was way too many of them and so it was always which one do you mean and then they'd have to say my full name which when I was a kid I hated because yeah. it wasn't cool to be like a, a fancy name, especially when you live in the northeast of England and everyone's called things like Jack. You know, were, were there um, any more people in your <laughs> years at school and, called and what so, you are called? I had no. him. <laughs> I, That's what I, I was. I, called, I was an Alexander. There was an we're Alex hyphenated name. There was an Alexandra, um, and it was just kind of like I always hated the Alexander name, so I'd always just say Alex, like Tom and new teachers and stuff. And then my my middle name's Campbell because I'm Scottish. So that's why I've got that name for my grandmother or something. So I, I always hated it. I was like, just don't say my name. Just call me Alex. But now it's coming back. It's kind of partly because of Hamilton. That's kind of brought it into public name, Alexander. But it's uh, it's becoming popular again. So I don't hate it as much as I used to. So I think I'd keep it now. But if you'd asked me when I was 15, I would have scrapped it because I hated it. Oh, there you go. Interesting. So, okay, so here's an idea, guys. Uh, if you had two weeks and limited money and budget wasn't a problem... Where would you spend your time in the world and who with? Me first? Yeah, you go first. Uh, in this moment, Australia with Soph. Uh, and we'd do like a massive tour. We'd go safari and we'd just do everything. would be, be great. Try and do all of Australia, which is a task. But <laughs> I reckon if you if you were went somewhere every day, you could probably cover all the major cities. Yeah. Soph? I would go... How long have we got? Two weeks. Two weeks. I would fly to Miami for a week. <laughs> What's that song? Fly to my... No? I don't know. Oh, We're know. going <laughs> to Ibiza. I'd fly to Miami, stay there for a week, um, and then go on a Caribbean cruise. That's what I would do. And who would you take? Nice. Mm. <laughs> I thought you were going to say somebody else. Thank you. <laughs> Lyndon? <laughs> I'd try and go to as many sort of European cities as I could. Yeah. By myself. Yeah. I quite fancy a solo travel, right? Jack's but... been talking about going on holiday by himself for like two weeks now, and I'm getting, I'm getting worried that he's, that he's not going to invite us. <laughs> he's just going to vanish I... one day, you know? He says, he says it as a joke all the time, like, oh, we could just, you know, go on your own. And I'm like, well... <laughs> Scott, where would I'm you go? I'll come with you. I quite like the idea of doing the NC500. I would like In to do In a camper. That. Yeah. That's what I would do with the money. I know I don't need as much as you've said. Unlimited money, whatever. It wouldn't cost that much. But I would fuel. just love to do it. Fuel, though. Oh, fuel at the moment, obviously, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's coming down, but anyway. Oh. Yeah, that's what I would do. Rent a camper. I was staying in the Ritz every night. I was going to say, it was unlimited money, yeah. Do I'm the NC500. I don't know, it's, I've 
watched umpteen videos of it on YouTube, people doing it, and it's just, I want to do it. I would like to I do... I want my own camper. Yeah. I would like to do the Grand Tours version where it's a little bit shorter. Oh, I know what but you it, mean, it's no. it's still like you still get the views and stuff, and it's kind of cool that it's where they went, Definitely, but it's just a little bit shorter. So. I like the fact that you can go anywhere in the world and you want to go to Scotland. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I just love. The, hey, don't do Scotland. Countryside. What about you, Alex? Um, Campbell. So right in this moment, given that I'm a, I'm a missing European culture, B have no friends, and C bored. Um, I would spend the first week traveling around the Asian Disney resorts. Because I've said in my life, I want to go to wow. all the Disney's at least once. Because that love is Disney a tangent World. I was not right. expecting. Right? I've always wanted to go. I've loved Disney World, and I've been to the, the one in Paris. I've been to the one in Florida multiple times, and I've been to the one in Anaheim, the original. But I haven't been to the one in Tokyo, Shanghai, or Hong Kong. So I want to go to them at some point. So the What's first that got week, to do with missing home? The first week I'd go to those, and then the second week, after I've done all that traveling, I'm going to be starving. So I'd go to Italy. <laughs> And spend a whole week eating the best garlic bread in the world. Oh, I'd love to go Italy. And yeah. I'd do all of this with the three couples. I'd take me and my missus, Jack and Soph, <laughs> and Lyndon and Scott. <laughs> and, I fucking knew that was coming. <laughs> and, and we'd just go around and we'd have a nice time because, you know, me, me and, the, 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 you know, we could all break off and do little date nights if we'd like, you know, just and then meet up. I think it'd be good because I, I miss and socialise so I'd like to see everybody, you know, not to get soft, but I would. And, uh, First week I'd spend, like I say, Disney hopping in Asia. Second week in a- in Italy eating cracking Italian food. And then Scott, home. how come you didn't take Lyndon's name when you got married? Yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't think of a better way than to end the podcast. Uh, thank you very much for listening to the Lime Tree Sessions podcast with me, Jack Milchrist. Ben Fosker. Scott Charlton. Sophie Purvis. And our guest all the way from New Jersey, Alex Williams. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you very much. We'll have you back on. We'll have you back on uh, talking some more. I nearly Waffle. swore there. I'm not allowed to swear oh, anymore. Can't swear. I'm not allowed Your to swear. Your mother anymore. will have Has you. You're live on Channel 5. Please do not swear. I might have. We have sworn, but we, it might be the bits that we Someone's cut out. Someone's got to have said fuck at least once. Well, you did. Oh. There we go. Yeah, we go. Anyway, we'll be in your ears next week. Thank you very much. We'll see you soon. Thank you, guys.